Okay, welcome back to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy, and I'm your host, Haley Kobza. Today in studio, we have a smoke show of a lady. Um, I actually came to know her when she started, she actually managed the McCook Anytime Fitness here in McCook, Nebraska. Since then, she's moved, got married, and had another beautiful little human. So not only she's going to tell you about her life, but she's also a mom. So I think that's one of the reasons I just absolutely love following her on all social media. So anyways, enough of me talking. You guys usually come here to listen to all the interesting people that we find. So I'm going to let her speak for herself. So let me welcome Abby Kemper to today's episode. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you for having me. I am so honored to be here. Like I'm grinning ear ear to ear. I think my face hurts a little bit already. But yeah, I'm just excited to be here. I love this. This is so fun. So, okay, today we start off, Abby, we do a fill in the blank. So like the first thing that comes to your mind. So this is like family feud style. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So we tried, I had some of my volleyball players help me with this. So it's kind of like a gym episode of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you ready? So like, for example, I would say go big. Red. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So lift. Heavy. Rack. Your weights. Oh, <laughs> for all those at the McCook Community College, everyone listen to that one. Okay, pull-ups are? Awesome. Protein, carbs? Macros. I am? Beautiful. Oh, I love, see? <laughs> I love this. This is great. Never have I ever? Jumped out of a plane. Ooh, that sounds fun, though. My husband is? I don't know. The one. He's oh, amazing. Okay, I am a coach because? Because I just, I feel called to help others. If I've learned something, I trudge the path. I yes. I go first. I used to. Oh. I used to not keep promises to myself. Mm, this is deep. I drink. Oh, lots of BCAs. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite color is? Salmon pink. Nebraska is? My home. My high school mascot was a? An Indian. Good. First impression of me. She's bubbly. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you, Abby. Um, so, okay. Can you give us, first off, uh, Abby, what is your actual job title? I am a online nutrition coach and a personal trainer. Okay. I like it. So can you give us a little background of yourself? I know. So uh, first, I'm going to give you the background that I thought of you when you got here we're from a small town McCook is like a really small town mind you Abby doesn't live here anymore but I just remember this and I think it's so funny I just have to say this so I got my gym membership to Anytime Fitness you were the manager there right is that the title (laughs) that you had yeah and so (laughs) and I like started working out there I was like oh my gosh like who is this Abby person like she is so fun like and everyone's like oh she came from California so like the talk of the gym was like you were a dancer in California and a gymnast and so I'm like (laughs) Oh my gosh. And she is in McCook, Nebraska. And then like, lo and behold, like down, you know, the lines of the gym talk, they're like, oh, she's actually from Ogallala. But then she moved out to California, was a dancer in California. And then she came back to McCook. And I'm like, 
oh my God, this woman has been everywhere. So <laughs> that's probably, I don't know, that might be some truth to that. But wh- where, like, tell that's me. That's hilarious. Where did you come from? And like, what, what was your story? And how did you end up getting to McCook, Nebraska? And then we'll go from there. Okay. Okay. So all the way up to McCook, Nebraska. Well, let's just speed it up. Like okay. I grew up on a farm. Yep. I have four, five sisters, one brother. Oh my goodness. I did <laughs> yeah. not know that about you. Okay. Yeah, awesome. So big family. Big family. Um, Definitely. I don't know how. I'll just do the like the background of it, I guess, in my fitness ways, because okay. there's so many paths you right. could go down. Oh, for sure. Um, but fitness wise, I was raised in it. My mom, I grew up watching her do her home videos. I grew up watching her like be on the cabbage soup diet and like just do weird things, <laughs> right. you know, because it was just the, the age of the diet. It was. The, yes. And I grew up watching that and just falling in love with it. So actually... Like middle school is when I realized that like I love nutrition. I like being the athlete. I like and also dance. So that's where dance came in. That's I danced. When you became a dancer in yes. California. Well, yeah, I actually. So after I graduated, I went and taught dance. I opened my own academy. Um, I flew out back and forth from um, North Platte to California, and I did dance in oh California. Oh my gosh! So I was dancing there, doing auditions. Um, I was going to be the dancer. That was my dream. Right. Every time it was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, a dancer? I didn't even have like a title or like actually like, I yeah. don't know what I did. I just wanted to dance. Um, and then I, so I was teaching dance in North Platte. I was working out at the gym at Anytime Fitness when um, the owner approached me and was like, do you want to train here? And I didn't have a personal training, you yeah. know, a CPT or not. So I went and got my personal training certification. And I was like, well, yeah, like, heck yeah, I'll train while I teach dance and I did all the strength and conditioning mm-hmm. for the dancers and the cheerleaders already. Like I already, fitness and lifting was already part of my life. It right. was, I don't even remember not like having a, an obsession with it. Uh, I watched all my siblings do sports. I watched my mom, my brothers and sisters run marathons and train for them. And so I was like, heck yes, and trained. And then I, he approached me again. It was like, must I just... I don't know, must have just loved my energy. I was great for the job. This job opened up in McCook, and I started driving down here. I didn't even have a place to live. I was a a single mom of two kids at that time. So that's a big part of my life. I know I'm just talking about, like, fitness stuff. But I I did have my two kids, Paige and Abel. They're nine and eight now. But when I – so then I came back to McCook, and or I moved to McCook, and I was a manager here for a couple of years. That's up to yeah, McCook. Yeah, and there we are. <laughs> so then you worked here at McCook, loved having you here, and that's how we ended up getting to know you. And then how did you meet your husband? Oh, I met him at Anytime Fitness. So oh. that's my favorite story, actually. Okay, let's hear it. he's a goober, and like... Everybody just knows when he walks in the room, he's like, wow, who's, somebody came into this building. He's loud and, and says hi to everybody and says hi and yeah. loves everybody. And I just as soon as he swiped his card at Anytime Fitness, I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. And he looked up his profile. I did. Oh, I did. Sure. I I looked him up back in the trainer room and I was like, where where did he get his membership? And yeah, he, it turns out he was from North Platte, but he moved back from Lincoln just two weeks before and got a membership oh, at that okay. gym that I was at so little did we know like he would walk in and cross the trainers um the trainer's room and we have a big mm-hmm. window 
and it was funny we didn't know that each other like had any eyes for each other but he would walk past intentionally and I would I would hope that he walked past you know and so we'd always make these weird like oh you know oh, he hi. walked past not even a high yet oh my goodness, yeah just looking. it was so it was so middle school like crush on him and I squeak like I had the butterflies I you know the whole thing his first time he got brave enough to like say any words to me he got he had to be pumped up by his high schooler friend and that was a little you know in the gym and was like bro just go talk to her so he goes up to me and he's like those shoes though oh my god and like i was wearing the i was wearing pretty cool shoes yeah um but i think he was so embarrassed too because he was loud and he pointed out and he just kept walking and i was like what is wrong with him? I thought something actually was wrong. I was like, okay, he dang it. He's, it was side. too good to be true. Right. He's because he's so good looking. And I was like, and dang it, he's a little too clicks to the left. And I was like, dang it. Right. You know, but he, he like, he made it up. He made it up. And I talked to him one Sunday and well, we were both in there and we're like, we were stretching on the turf and he asked me to go to sushi. And I was like, marry this man like i'm sweaty stinky after legs and then we're gonna go eat sushi and we had the best day ever and from then on it was like it was just like effortlessly we've like been able to i don't know what's that called what we've like Uh yeah so i love it it's been not i shouldn't say effortlessly but ever since then we've just loved each other more and more and more like we've just find more interests more goals like yeah just get better he's great i and you gave a very good description of him because like at any time he'd come in there and he'd always be like Copsa and he would just I uh, he's just he makes everybody feel good not just I mean everybody he just has he has a really great personality about him and yeah he's good, huge person huge guy huge yeah huge guy <laughs> huge guy good looking character um and he's he's so funny he's so funny mm-hmm. and I just remember I don't remember what we were talking about and he said he came up you know he, he chats so much and he was like, yeah, like I was looking, you know, like you used to bodybuild and stuff. I was like, yeah, not, I don't look like it now. Like I was a mom. And he said, well, one day I'm going to, I'm going to have a baby with Abby and she's going to, she's going to do this and she's going to look, you know, he's like, it's oh, all about no fitness. Way. And it was just so sweet. And I was like, I love this. And he's like, I just want to know everything about being a mom and like, how do you get back into fitness? Cause I want to make sure I'm there for Abby. And this was like, before you guys are were you even, serious? I, and oh, I was like, I, didn't know I love that. this guy. And, um, I remember you guys were getting ready to move. It, like, we're not close or anything, Justin. He's just such a talkative person. Yeah. And he just... He's oh, like, he spills. He's oh, a yeah. word bomb. He <laughs> is. He's like, I'm, go- I'm getting her a ring. Like, I am going to get her a ring before we leave. And it was just so precious. You guys are like... You're I love that. Couple. I didn't even know that. And he is there for me. Like, yeah. that's a perfect segue into, like, what I'm even doing now. Because, yeah. yeah, he is there for me. He's yeah. so supportive. So you... You guys ended up, you moved from a cook and you guys went back to your hometown, Ogallala. Yes. Nebraska. And why was that change? Oh, man. So we are going to, we are going to build a CrossFit gym. So mm-hmm. we are going to build it from the ground up. That was our dream to do the gym. And um, we moved. I was in business class through um, the community college. I was l- learning how to set up a business plan for this gym. Um, I wrote, um, you know, like I, or what, what do you call it when you try to get grants? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> we you did, did the, the whole thing. thing. We did the whole thing. And then the pandemic in. So, mm-hmm. you know, we lost steam there, but it was just, it was all for, it was all for a, like a reason. And we, we got pregnant with our daughter, Juniper, during mm-hmm. that time. 
And I couldn't even imagine trying to build a gym from the ground up, going through a pandemic and going through a pregnancy. <laughs> and I was like, this was, it was too much. And so I'm, um, we, yeah, we just stopped and I enjoyed my pregnancy. I really put everything on pause. I, I shouldn't say that. I didn't put everything on pause. I'm a go, I'm a goal getter. Like if I didn't do something like physically, I moved everything online and mm-hmm. during the pandemic and, um, still, you know, still didn't go, still went to the gym and trained a little bit during the, at the rec, but also moved, started a business and LLC, started coaching all online. So I moved everything there. So actually it was a really huge transition. Yeah. And, and you guys have like an in-home, like a small in-home, like garage gym. Right? Yeah. Oh and yeah. I, I love watching all of your videos and it's, I'm trying to remember like if you were pregnant, I don't know, you were pregnant doing pull-ups mm-hmm. and like there is p- anybody that can do a pull-up. They got a good story behind them. Cause I'm like, pull-ups are hard. It's been, it's been a while since it's, I've been able to do a pull-up. I'm like, give me the biggest weighted band that you have, and I can probably do one. They're <laughs> I need hard. a little assistance mm-hmm. there. And yeah, you were like doing pull-ups with a child in your belly or something. <laughs> yeah. You're crazy. Up until like 26 weeks, I think I could do pull-ups and handstand walks. That's and But after that, my I started getting hip dysplasia. It was rough. And so, like, my hips were just so loose. Yeah. And, oh, it hurts so bad to just, like, do anything. And then you had Juniper. And then did you break your wrist? Yeah. Is there a good story behind that? I sure hope so. Oh, my gosh. It was, like, I all was, of your videos. Yes. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, my gosh. She's, like, doing one-arm pull-ups now because she <laughs> – I was actually, like, doing everything yeah, with, with one arm. And I tried to – I would, like, put a band around it. And, and I would, like, oh do things, gosh. like, banded because I couldn't hold the bar. Yeah. So um, what happened? Please tell me there's like a good story. And it's actually kind of embarrassing because I was like, I was at softball at a softball game. Uh-huh. And um, it, Wait, it, like the more embarrassing. Softball yeah, or, okay. co-ed. Like I'm okay. so competitive. And oh that's what's stupid about it. I would love to watch it. you and Justin on a It's team. horrible. Oh. And he's competitive too. And so, yeah, I thought I could slide. And, you know, when you have a baby, like things, your things don't work the same way you thought. Mm-hmm. And I was only under six months postpartum, like five months yeah. postpartum, I think. And, yeah, sliding into home and break my wrist because I, br- I used my hand to break my fall. Like, I put why did I put my hand there when I was sliding? Like, right. that's the whole point of the slide. I was like, yeah. urge and just crunched it and then refused to go to the doctor like at, right after. I was so mad. I was just mad at myself. I thought I could like be mad and take the pain away that way. Like it's if I mentally thought it was not broken, it was not going to be broken until like that night was probably the most painful sleep of my entire life like it felt just like something was crushing my wrist like the whole time I was sleeping and then the next day we had 4-H so I had a I had to help my daughter bathe her sheep with a broken and with a broken wrist and so it's like hanging and we're trying to like harness the sheep and weigh them and bathe them and stuff and put them in and then after all that was said I one-armed my car seat because I'm doing this all by myself right. too this is yeah. all me and then took myself to the ER and I was like I think my wrist is broken oh my gosh okay so first off you know you're competitive when you're sliding it go at softball I know, like that's, that's when I you're taking it to another level like, that's so embarrassing I mean when I played co-ed softball I'd like skip to a base I'm like I'm not gonna pull on any muscle sprinting here so yeah you guys t- it was you rough. took it hard and it was the last game of the season oh yeah you, you had to go had that's to go. why I had to yeah. yeah and we we like lost every game <laughs> so it was so pointless to slide it was like literally the stupidest thing ever and I thought it looked so cool in my head and, and it did it 
I didn't. I probably no, no, oh I probably gosh. didn't. That's great. Um, okay, so a little we'll get a little bit more lighter here. Um, what are so you're an online coach now? Tell me, what are the most ridiculous things that any of your clients have ever told you? Like, I know fitness oh is like gosh. there is there's some wild things out there. Like, okay, I well, okay. And you're like, sorry, where did did you read that somewhere? Or yeah, is that is that true? Is yeah. that a thing? Um, so oh gosh, I have. There's people, mostly the men will say like, I'm drinking like this ten thousand calorie shake or something. It's got like a hundred grams of protein in it, and that's where you're just like. I mean, right. where and on earth did you feel like that was okay to consume like two days worth of food into a blender in a yeah. shake? Like you're not growing anything. <laughs> this isn't going to like, you know, increase your protein synthesis and, yeah. you know, like all that stuff. So that's pretty crazy is when we have when we have people actually bulking in general is always crazy to me mm-hmm. is when, you know, people are like, I'm going to put on I'm going to put on some muscle. And so they like. I don't know. They like increase their calories by like two to even three percent of what they were doing. Even that, like, I'm saying like that. Maybe I should say three hundred percent. You know, like if you're eating two thousand calories, then they start eating like four thousand, five thousand to build, and that's always crazy to me. Um, that's so much food. It is. It is for us, I guess. Yeah. Like for Justin, maybe not so much. Obvious. Like, right. But even him, it's like I think people don't understand that. Like, we really don't need that much food. No. Like, we don't. And um, but we also need enough. And so like, there's two different sides. Like um, the the other crazy thing I hear is um, like I hear some clients that they'll be like, okay, well, I eat about. 600 to 800 calories a day or something like this I wake up and I do cardio and like and you know and when they say stuff like that like (laughs) well when all I think all I all I can you know like I'm just like oh gosh your poor body like like how can it give you anything or do anything right now in the state it's in you know such a deficit so much cardio like it is work you're just like it's just so much stress at mm-hmm. that point and stress there's good stress but there's also you know there's too much stress and um a calorie deficit is stress uh cardio is stress um all the other st- stressors outside of your you know life and and for a body to take that like so i really try to help my clients um understand that though that they're building in the gym and it, it is a stimulus and it's a stress um the recovery should be just as hard. Like, so the food, the water, the sleep, the foam rolling, the stretching, the yoga, like that stuff should be just as hard, if not more important than the actual training session. Because you can only adapt to what you can recover from. And if you're not recovering, you're not adapting, you're not growing. And so I think that that's a big conundrum in the gym. They just tear down, tear down, tear down. Mm -hmm. Say it louder for the girls in the back. (laughs) (laughs) I think I had a trainer one time Cause I was like the same way I was like, you know, not eating as much calories and just running all the time. <laughs> and so of course, um, this trainer, she could see like everything I did from my Apple watch and she's like, sent me a text message. She's like, will you please stop effing bounce it around and running, please. Like, it's not good for your body. Like let's work on doing other things. Like you're going to get just as much out of lifting heavy as you are running and bouncing around doing stupid things like all that. your plot yeah. yeah and I'm like oh okay well I just feel like I sweat more 
Oh my gosh. Okay. That's the craziest thing. Which if is, you don't sweat. Yeah. Like that's like, a big thing. If you don't sweat at the gym, like you didn't work hard enough yeah. or something. I'm like, wait, what? I, you know, I mean, I barely sweat. I mean, I'm sweating now. I think that's nervous sweat. <laughs> but I barely sweat during my lifts. I mean, I, I get a little sweaty during my cardio, but during my lifts, unless it's like a really heavy leg day, um, I don't know. I'm not leaving the gym. Yeah, like I. Either. I used to. I'm yeah. not going to. I used to. I yeah. used to kill myself in the gym. Like, mm-hmm. I used to thought, like, more is more is more. Yeah. That's actually when I was in McCook. I was literally killing myself. That, mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? It, it is. Like, it, and it just, it, all it takes is, like, one person to finally be like, what are you doing? And then it's just like, okay, you clearly know more than I do. So I'm going to listen to you. And that's what I think. One, I'm a firm believer that everybody should have a trainer. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter if mm-hmm. you're like if whatever, like just to maintain. And I listened to this one podcast and somebody's like, you pay somebody to get your hair done, right? Like if you're going to do that, pay somebody to, to help you live. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, I'm like, I just have a, I just love trainers because. That's can, cool. That's a good yeah. way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, if you're so, people that say that they don't have the money to pay for a trainer mm-hmm. a month, I'm like, but you're going to pay for a gym member. You know, it just doesn't equal up, but yeah. But you know. the also in, when uh, you have to look at where you want to grow. So mm-hmm. if fitness is a priority for you and you have not mastered it, then you do need a trainer. You need a coach. And like I am I am a coach. And so I'm I self coached myself oh my, my entire gosh. like yeah. up to the stage. I knew I knew I had to do it because I um, I had to tap into this this. I don't know, this inner coach, this gut instinct, this intuition that I knew I had. But it was let me tell you, it was hundred times harder without a coach. I can't even tell you the times I would sit and cry over my check-in because I'm torn between being the athlete and the coach. And I'm like two weeks out, depleted, can't sleep very well, and trying to figure out my macros. Right. Like trying to figure out what's wrong. And yeah, um, yeah so that was, it was, it was a battle. At that point, I, I knew after, if I was going to go to nationals, I was going to get myself a coach. Right. So in saying, let's go back. So you had Juniper. And then what was it I love because it was like a year long journey for mm-hmm. you to get because you decided and you must have set a goal that I'm going to compete. Yep. Physique. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, bikini. Bikini. Yeah. yeah. Bikini competition. Um, so you were going to con- do that. So like, what was it like? OK, after I have Juniper, did you like set oh. a goal or like what? How did how did that start? Yeah. Because like when people start that. to like compete, you, you clearly know what you want to do. It's not like one morning you wake up and you're like. I'm going to put on this itty bitty bikini bikini and show my butt cheeks to the world. (laughs) Let's hear it. Okay. Well, so after I had Juniper, I actually struggled with postpartum depression really bad. Um, Definitely hit it, you know, but I was, I was trying, um, I was trying to be successful at breastfeeding. I was, but I was also mentally, I've always struggled with body image. And so after I, had juniper I was like what did I do to myself I let myself go because I I mean I just ate my way to the top I ate like it I did I I really did and but I went with this like YOLO personality during my pregnancy like it's the mentality you got to feed that second that it, second it was human, right? I thought so too and I and I but I never stopped training mm-hmm. I did I I didn't I never stopped training um, and I never stopped like caring for myself. Like I would, I do the yoga, I do the weight training. And I think that's what gave me a really strong foundation, kept all my muscle mass, like, mm-hmm. but mentally I struggled. I was really struggling, um, struggling with identity. Like 
that was one of my biggest actually um the, one of the biggest uh catal- catalysts to the bikini competition as my identity I was like who was I what am I gonna do I'm here um staying at home mom I've never done this before I was a working single mom my kids always went to daycare I was always on top of the, my game like I w- was and mm-hmm. From being on top of my game and being looking and having my body be something that I identify, like I really put a lot of identity in my body and my phys in like just being at the gym and everything. And when I didn't have that, I didn't know who I was. And so I went through about six months after like postpartum of just battling back and forth of um, through that and lots of lows, a lot more low, like. I, I wish looking back on it, there was more highs and be, there was, and I did a lot of bonding and looking back on it, the, the lows were the highs now because I needed to, I needed to do all that work, that inner shadow work, that deep work. Um, I read a lot of books. I, I took a lot of time to myself, a lot of reflection. I went to the pool every single day because, you know, just brought my kids to the pool. I, it was like I was making up for lost time because I never took my kids to the pool. I just worked all the time, mm-hmm. and I didn't take that break. And so I took the break. I really – I guess you could say I, like, channeled my flow energy that summer. And um, while I was channeling my flow energy, I was still progressing with my weight loss and my workouts. They were still – I was gaining momentum. It was fun again in the gym. I was building a foundation, but no aim, nothing to go for, still working on the identity. Justin and I were driving up to Denver one day and in a very heated argument <laughs> and we and we were just um he's just like what do you want to do because I'm just like I can't do this I I don't even I don't have anything to strive for like this is you know I and me I have I have to have a date I have to have something to look forward to and and so after doing all that inner work I was like you know what? The first step for me is to find something that scares the living shit out of me. Uh-huh. Like I was like, because it does, because yeah. the bikini does, the bikini does. competition. And I looked at that and I, because I never saw myself as that, like I always, it was always a dream in my head, but I never actually like put myself in that position. And then also the way I was raised, like it was just not, you know, very conservative. It's just still, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. But after so we were the three hour drive up there I I this was a very long story for really just to say that in a drive I told Justin I'm gonna freaking do a bikini competition and I kid you not it was a it was a switch in my head and I wish I could like tell like explain to people how when you you focus on what you aim for and when those when when you're aiming at something Ev- like the work doesn't even matter no, to get it there. Yeah, everything. I didn't is care just how. Yes, vision, as soon sure. as I had that goal in my head, and I told myself, like, you know, this is that's going to be your moment mm-hmm. to that you can show up and have courage in your life, and you you're going to gain so much so much knowledge and discipline and awareness on your body on the way. But it's going to be hard. Like I, it was this crazy like feeling of yes like this was it it all aligned like the stars aligned actually because I looked at it and I was like I I, after that it was tunnel vision for me everything was fun every week was exciting all the ups and downs weeks I I would text my sisters and I'd show them my progress and be guys look my weight hasn't changed in three weeks and I'm but look at me like my weight hasn't changed in three weeks but I'm being consistent I'm doing the things I need to do I'm 
I, as soon as I get a negative thought about my body, like this is, I don't know, I should throw this in there too, is because every, as soon as I do that, I actually run in front of the mirror, like in my bra and underwear or something like that and say three positive things or something I love about it and something I, something I'm doing that was good, like celebrate a victory I showed up today. I, today my workout wasn't the best this morning and I went there, but immediately you have to pull yourself out of there and it was like, but I showed up. Mm-hmm. Dang it, I showed up. Good job for showing up. Like some, And I 100% agree. And I wish there was some way, like you said, like how do you tell like people, like it could not just for bikini competitions, but once you figure out that goal, everything else is just a blur. Like you just like, and I was the same way when I was like, I'm doing this. And it was, I'm like, oh my gosh. And I, looking back, I'm like, I gave four months of like, I didn't care what everybody else did, what they had to say. Cause you just, you're pushing so hard towards that end goal. Mm-hmm. And even now I'm like, why can't I get that back? You know, I always have these things, but it's like, until like you focus in and it's like everything in life. Like I wish people could like, wish there was some way like to make that just happen. But yeah. it's literally, it's like, you got to put your heart and soul into it. And then, like you said, it is, let's go. The mm-hmm. ups, the downs are the ups and it's a fun progress. So yeah. Oh, you know, you keep going. No, I was, I you just, wanna, okay, I was going to say something on that because yeah. you were saying I wish people would see that. And I wanted to like, um, I don't know, I wanted to tag on that because another another thing I had to do during this journey, which was the most craziest thing we talked about it before, mm-hmm. is I started having to fall in love with failing. Like I had to be yes. okay yep. and like be okay with failing a lot and and growing and like be like okay this week didn't go as planned oh my gosh and I would look back without you know without judgment re- recalibrate and move forward but the the process of failing over and over and over is sometimes unmotivating right and yes. so so I could see one one hack I did was I made things smaller and in bite-sized pieces like tiny habits and so then I would start having more success. Like if I could just do this little habit and I would succeed. And so I, there were really small bites. Like it, I didn't go from A to Z. Like I didn't go from where I was before and now without little steps along the way because otherwise this lifestyle was unattainable to me too. Like now it's it's almost normal. But but a year ago I was like, why can't I get my crap together? Why can't I track the macros? Why can't I weigh my stuff? Why can't I get motivation to go in the gym? And you know, and and at, as soon as I was realizing that motivation is was coming from motivation comes from uh, keeping your promise to yourself from from t- saying I'm going to wake up and go to the gym. Even if I didn't get the best workout, I woke up and I went there and I came home. Boom. I just kept my promise. I just gained confidence. That motivation stirs onto the next thing. I eat a little bit better at breakfast. Like so once I started making these tiny habits, keeping the promises to myself and and like pushing the you know, the ball up the hill or whatever, mm-hmm. just little by little, not not like sitting there at the bottom looking up and be like, Oh my gosh. Like Right. And I guess the coolest thing about your whole story with this in the last year is that you did this all by yourself. Like I you did. failed alone. Not like, I mean, you had Justin in your background, but like you <laughs> failed alone. You know, most people that are training for a competition, no matter what they're doing, they're training with a coach. And you, I mean, like I'm putting mm. you right up there next to preschool and kindergarten teachers. That's hard crap to do. <laughs> and you did it by yourself. So you went, you competed. Yes. 
did awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And you ended up making it to nationals. I did. So after nationals, you decided, or not after nationals, after your first competition, you decided, you know, right? You you kind of wanted to yeah. go, like, yeah, maybe well, have I somebody fall, to I fell in love with out. this lifestyle, too. It's so fun. It's addicting. It is. It's, oh, my gosh. It falls right? right into my, like, I actually enjoyed prep so much to the point where I wanted to like jump right back into a prep because yes. of uh, like control. I was just like I love controlling my food yeah. and my time and my supplements, but where but there it was a, you know not sustainable one and then two, it was a priority and in, in my life and it took precedence over my family and it was they were okay with that like they understood that like there was times where. I wasn't upstairs watching a movie with the kids. I was downstairs doing cardio. Mm-hmm. You know, there was time and there were those times. And so right now I'm very happy with like, I, you know, just, I got to, I get to sit with them more. And, um, I ate tacos last night and I never get like, I mean, <laughs> right. I get to yeah. eat tacos, but yeah. like, you know, I, I just got to enjoy it. We got to sit there and enjoy it. And I was like, wow, I don't have to be so militant. Like I forgot mm-hmm. to take my magnesium last night and during prep, I would have flipped right. and actually that would have never happened it would yeah. have never happened because i plan out every single part of my day like down to the 15 minute increments mm-hmm. like everything that is going to happen today is already in my planner and so i am in control of my day like my time and i still do that but now i get a lot more time all that time i was allocating to prep is now n- filled with family filled with trips coming here yeah i wouldn't like i love it yeah um, so when is nationals well, I'm looking at Vegas in okay. July. Okay. Uh, and but I'm really, I really want to get my period back. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how to say gosh. that right, out loud. Yeah. No, that's... but it's okay. I'm just gonna be really yeah. raw about it. I my health is first priority to me. Yep. And my kids are my first priority. And I was, you know, I was just I lost it, and mm-hmm. it, that's what happens. It it's an extreme sport. Yes, it is. And it's a and lot. I, yeah. A lot. Yeah. But I don't want to, I lost it about four months ago, three mm-hmm. or four months ago. And so, yeah, this would be the fourth month. And so I was really hoping to get it back by now because I'm right. like, I went, I recovered well, um, a little bit of a rebound after my show, but yeah, it was my first show, right. whatever. Yeah. I forgive myself. Yeah. And now I'm on maintenance and I really, and I know it's coming back. I can right. feel it. My, I'm getting yeah. some acne, <laughs> like. Um, I know it's going to come back here soon. And so once it shows its ugly head, um, or it's going to be actually, I'm excited for it. I don't want it, but I, I it's, know it's I, a, it's a part of it's life. Yeah. It's nest. It is. Yeah, it's it's health. Nest- yeah. That's, I, when I trained, I lost mine as well. And then I got pregnant like five weeks after my last show and I hadn't had a period. No way. In like nine months. And so the doctor was like, how is this happening? And then th- there, that, um, PSA, do ne- never get pregnant after competing because I gained like 120 pounds because I, oh, I was oh like, my I got to eat all oh the food. Like God. I haven't ate in nine months, you know, all this tilapia and asparagus is not going to feed this baby. That is Which so is horrible. I was so big. I was like 247 pounds. It was, it was For absurd. you and that's. Yeah. And like to go from the, like the skinniest yeah, I've ever go, been. I was going to go from bikini yeah. weight. And plus you're a sponge right oh, after boy. you. Yeah. yeah like, like right I after mean, you compete, your yeah. body's depleted. And, and it's, it's like. holding on to everything. And yeah. the doctors were like, how did you have a kid? And like, I never got it back for like four years. And I ended up having right. two kids. And so that was like, that's funny that you talk Whoa. about that. Which I'm like, which is so crazy to me. But then finally, 
my body got it back. It's it, a, it's it a lot of work. regulating. It's yeah. a lot of work. Lot and of work. so that, yeah, it's a that part is of a, life and health. You mm-hmm. need it. You need it. You have to have you it. Have yeah. Have it. So it's a huge focus of mine. I've been yes. incorporating lots of things. Like I've been taking Harmony from First Form. Okay. And then I make sure to get two tablespoons of olive oil, a ta- two tablespoons of flaxseed or chia seeds every day. You know, like mm-hmm. get that good healthy fat every day um, and keeping my calories up there and just making sure to show like – trying to channel my inner flow again I was really masculine there for a while like I was really in that and that's awesome it was that go 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 um, mode and then after prep like sitting here I'm like I don't know I don't know what to do I have no it feels like I have no deadline so um, I mean I signed up for boulder boulder (laughs) because I had to have something I was like well I guess I'll run a 10k yes I love it I love it how this is I just this journey like I just love I love all of it um Okay, what about some gym pet peeves? My gym pet peeves. Let's go top. You're getting situated. Top three. Yeah. Top three? Okay, so top three gym pet peeves. One would be when I'm working out and somebody, like, there's lots of room and lots of mirror space, and they, like, put their stuff right next to me. Mm. Just right next Mm -hmm. to me. And I'm just like, bro, like, move. I take up like this whole area yeah. in my super set. So yes. like scoot. this is my zone. This is my. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that so that's a pet peeve when people talk to me with my headphones in mm-hmm. because I still haven't like figured out how to double tap or one tap or whatever. So right. I have to take yeah. my headphones out like a I like a loser. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I have to put them back in and stuff. And so normally I just point to them when they talk to me. I'm yeah. like. And I'll like give them a head nod or like yeah. say hi or something. But no, actually, probably I'm pretty um, intimidating in the gym. So I don't even think anybody like I might be other people's pet peeves. I think like you know just right. like yeah, that one maybe girl I that comes do in that there yeah with the hat on and the AirPods yeah. and just acts like she owns the place. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, maybe that's me. Um, another one of my pet peeves would be um, well, obviously I'm a trainer, so. Mm-hmm. When people come in and they go right to the weights. Oh, yeah. And then they just start lifting and cranking on their joints and cranking on cold muscle and just, you know, ego lifting all over the place. Ego lifting. That's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Going to the gym. So I switched gyms, which is, and it's like nothing. So I was working out any time and then going to the Y. And I just, everybody has a fun fitness journey. And it's so funny, like, like the times I go lift, it's such an odd range of people. So like at any time it was like the big, the big guys. And it's just like, if you're ever like lifting and you like lock eyes in a mirror with somebody you're like, Oh my God, like, you know, you just start back and lifting. <laughs> and so then I went to the Y and the time that I go, um, I have volleyball players that work there. It's like, I swear it's like the junior high babysitting club there. So it's like me and like 10 little junior high punks lifting oh in the weight room. Goodness. And like, Oh, it is I just keep telling myself, I'm like, you know what? I'd rather have these little kids in here than some men, but. I was going to say, then the, yeah, the big old juice heads. Yeah, but yeah, juice heads. I've never heard of that one. You haven't heard of a juice head? Juice oh, heads. I call them Oh, every. my god! I love, but, I, but I'm but i a juice head. Like, I think right, I, yeah. I can say that now because it's like, dude, I love a pump just as much as the next guy. Yeah. Like, I'll sit there right next to you and stare at myself in the mirror and, and be like, just, you see yeah, that shoulder yeah. and that vein? Like, yeah, you're yeah. sitting over here and I'm like, oh, my God, look at your 
Look at those shoulders. Oh <laughs> I'm growing. Yes, I'm I love it. Like, like I'm the, eating more than I have. You can see the veins and everything. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Oh, I think I – and I feel flat. That's oh, so funny. Oh, wow. I feel you look flat. good. I have – You look good. I'm, like, girl crushing over here. I'm turning <laughs> red. Um, okay, so also, you make these fun videos. I love all the videos that you make, so keep posting those. My – I don't – please do this just because I just need this for posting. You know the TikToks – are you on TikTok? I was. I, yeah. I love the Instagram reels. Yeah, the Instagram. Okay. I could so only make, figure out one technology. <laughs> well, I'm like, okay, is she on TikTok? But they're like, so I didn't realize Instagram has like the same thing. The reels, the yeah. Reels. Okay, so you make those. These are like on TikTok. They make these. I'm like, these are the stupidest freaking videos. When they're like, oh, I was over here lifting and look who came to help me. And like this girl, like she's like lifting heavy and then her weight drops and some hot hunk comes over and he's like lifting it up and she's are those like real life or those a joke? You know what's one of those? Yes, I think those are those like, are definitely a joke. Did uh, you? I, just, I hate those though. I'm like, this is not realistic, ladies. Like, no man's gonna come over there and get behind you and start doing a pull up right next to you. And yeah, like, and start saying. <laughs> so, could you and Justin please do one of those just for fun? Um, absolutely. And you know he would love to. Oh, like, I know. He lo- yeah, he loves yeah. him just as much as I do. Yeah. It's so funny. He'll he'll be like, okay. Like, I think that sometimes I'm annoying him because I'll be like let's do a reel and um and i and i get a little embarrassed sometimes you know i'm glad it's good hearing that you enjoy them because sometimes i feel like oh my gosh like am i making a joke out of my like am i seriously like cringy and i and that's why i asked um i asked some of my family too i'm like am i cringy or is it are they funny are they like legitimately funny they're great (laughs) okay good but I will do that with him because, yeah. It, I think you just I made a post the other I just love all your content. There was one. It was like either you go to the gym like looking hot as fuck or <laughs> you, you look homeless. I look like a little which, boy. Which is so, yeah. No, it's so true. I'll wear like my little baseball cap yeah. and I'll wear one of Justin's shirts and then I'll tuck yeah. in and stuff. And they're like, you look like a middle schooler. I'm like, I know. Yeah. It's either that or I'm in like some bomb shit. Like yeah. some- well, if you went to the Y, A, you'd fit in or B, they'd all be like, oh, my God. Look at her. Look at her. Yeah. Oh boy. I love this. Um, okay. So how do you start off with a client? Like, let's say I come to you and I'm like, Abby, what's, what's your first thing that you do? My first thing Mm -hmm. is, how do you start off? I tell them, hi, (laughs) I guess I, okay. If how I start off, it's usually how they approach me and what, and, and I, but how I start off is what do you need from me? Mm-hmm. first and you're all online so this yes. is all this is like oh this is so normally like i i ask and it's through like social media right. or if it's face face or a text or a phone call or something mm-hmm. but i get it clear i i make sure i'm clear what do you need from me because if i don't if i can't give you what you need i will say that i'm not afraid of not knowing something i'm mm-hmm. not afraid of being like i can't help you but it, if i can help you i'm going to ask you what you need then I'm going to ask, what's your biggest obstacles getting to where you want to go? Like, what's holding you back? If And they normally know what's holding them back. And they'll be like, my eating, my this, I work, I, I'm a nurse, I do night shifts. And they'll let me know. And so I'll have just a little bit of information there. And um, so I say, great. I have your solution. I do. I, I, I really, and I'm confident in, self, in myself and my program that I'm like, can I 
can I get on a call with you? Can I have a, can we do a free fitness consultation? So I can hear more about obviously what they're going through. And then also, so I can take notes and it just, it just helps the onboarding process. It, it helps me get right to their plan because they, usually when people reach out, it's like, and I want it yesterday. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah. So when, when you know, do we start? Yeah, yeah. So getting th- that first impression, and as soon as you meet somebody, it is really about listening and finding out exactly what they need, and how, as a coach, I'm going to be able to do that for them. And if I even can, and if it's a right fit. Um, also, in the consultation, you'll find out how committed they are, and that's another thing. Um, I'm not going to coach you, like I, I, I will not, I will not coach somebody who is not committed to the process because my co- I feel like my time is so valuable and you can't put a price on that. And so either I'm going to help you get to where you need to go and you're not going to waste your money and we're going to freaking crush it together or go find a cookie cutter plan, go spend 50 bucks and figure it out and do the run of the mill, you know, until yeah. you're serious to come and you come back to me and you're like, okay, now I'm serious. And <laughs> like, right. you know, right. so that's another thing, commitment. Like I can, and I can sniff that right out. I'm like, mm, no, I <laughs> you're not even clear. trainers. They just, I don't know. I just have a mad respect for all trainers that, like, you know, they work on built, making themselves better. Like I know for you, I, you or you're always learning. You never oh, stop. Yeah. Like you, you never can stop learning about. Somebody's calling me. That's fun. <clears throat> um, you never stop learning, especially in the health field. And I think one of the biggest thing with trainers is not so much the workouts. And you can tell me if I'm wrong here. It's the nutrition. Mm-hmm. Like no, it's both. You know, it's, it's 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 nutrition is <laughs> it's the devil really. It's, it's rough. Because Anybody can go to so the gym. There's so much nuance out there. Yeah, and on, the, honestly, the gym is it's is great. rough too. I mean, yeah. I, what as are you far doing? as like right. learning goes, but I'm getting better too, and so I don't like. I feel like there's levels of everything, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's on different levels and there's different habits and different tools you have to have for a different level. If you want to sit at this level and you're perfectly fine going to the gym or doing what you're doing and you're just going to stay on that level, right? If you want to level up, you're going to have to get the tools that people on this level are doing every day. Right. And so you can't you can't sit there and think that you're just going to look at them and be like, I'm going to have abs one day, you know, or get the body – like. You have to go through the struggle. You have to learn. You have to learn um, through your nutrition, your gym. There's emotional, spiritual. Like abs are not just nutrition and gym. There is sleep, their recovery, their mental health. They're like if you're going to show like if you're going to be that lean or if you want that body Mm -hmm. physique, there's a lot more than. Oh, yeah. You need you need sleep. You need eight hours of sleep. You know, there's there's so many other so so many other habits that that need to be looked at. And so. What I think pe- when people struggle, it's not so much like the the hows anymore. I've realized because when I talk to people, I'm like, okay, so you really understand nutrition, right? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, and you understand what's uh, like what you're, you know, like what you can eat, and in a in a sense, like I'm talking about like level one people right, right here, yeah. and we're just trying to bring them to level two. I'm not talking about like the one percent right. up here. Um, so it's really just action. And that they're lacking. So it's action um, and I've, and be, you know, their behavior. And so as a coach, it's like, okay, well, you n- track your data because you have to. It has to be measurable. If you want to grow, you it has to be measurable. You have to track your data. So there you go. And now I'm going to look at that data. So you have extra accountability and you have somebody who's been 
I'm at that level where like I'm well, I'm bringing them to level two. I maybe I would say I would be up there in the two percent. OK, right. I mean, <laughs> I don't I'm not on the one percent yet because I'm not a pro at all this, but I'm in the two percent and I know enough of the tools and the help to help others help coach them to gain those tools. But they're the ones who have to go through it. Like they're the ones who have to to go through the birthday party and Mm. realize that if they're going to have the cake, that's totally okay. And they can fit it into their plan based on their goals, but they sacrifice things here. They lose a little here or they have to do something here. And it's like, it's, there's a balance. And once they get really, uh, once they master one habit, I add another habit in there and be like, all right, so you mastered sleeping seven hours now let's try, I mean, I can only get about seven to eight just with kids and life oh, and everything sure. or around seven, but I'll just be like, now that you've mastered this habit, that's a go. Now let's work on hitting, you know, your, I usually do five tasks a day, like I'll, but I give mm-hmm. them tasks. Everything is, um, that's really how it is. It's just getting their actions, their habits, uh, helping them integrate it into their life, but, and also, I'm and also helping them believe that and and attach their identity to those habits. That's a whole nother topic and conversation. It's like I can tell them what to do again. I can have like the most perfect plan, but if you don't believe like you're gonna see the results at the end of the program, then you're not gonna get them. Exactly. And breaking through that barrier is another really hard task. And it's like, you know, like you said, like it's one of those things too is where you have tools. I I can tell you. I can give you tools that I do as soon as I I have this like I can hear myself making excuses in my head I've been able through lots of like meditation through lots of yoga through lots of inner work I've been able to hear those thoughts and grab a hold of them really fast and be like no I'm that's bullshit that's an excuse I'm just giving myself an excuse of why I don't want to do my cardio get your butt up and do your cardio yeah you know and it's like I guess I get to be that for them until they have that inner coach themselves. So I get to be like, no, that's an excuse. Get your butt here. Right. Like- I, yeah. Yeah. Again, trainers, all of them, I, not all of them. There's some that are bad, but you're not just a lot of crappy trainers. <laughs> there's some bad ones out there. Uh, and I also think you know, one, you're working with nutrition, you're working with the, you know, their workouts and stuff, but also you guys are like, you're basically your coaches. Like for me, I'm a volleyball coach. I, it's not just the gym and all of that. We're also like counselors. And I feel like with trainers, you're, you guys are the same mm-hmm. way. Like if you're somebody's doing a check-in, you know, like how was your week? And then all of a sudden you ask that super simple question and then they're just like, well, this all happened. And, you know, the stress and all that, that also adds into health. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah, so like, I look at it as they're all, they're all levers, they're all pillars yeah. and they're all experiences. And so mm. I always say I'm a spiritual being having human experiences because right. everything I'm doing is an experience mm-hmm. and everything that's happening to you. And so being able to, yeah, be that that person to them in that moment, um, it's really important for me to, uh, to l- like listen more than anything. For because sure. one out of my, you know, I can't say, I'm not going to say anything out of my scope. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not their counselor. I'm not, you know, I don't have a doctor in front of my name. And, <laughs> and there's, so there's things I'm not going to go out of my scope of practice. Um, but there's ways you can do that as a coach, helping them pull it out of themselves. So helping them find the answer because the answer is usually in what they're saying. And, and you can, if you listen hard enough, you can, you can kind of grab it out 
and repeat it back to them and they're like oh, i've never heard it like and you know and i'm like so you're telling me that you think that you're gonna be fat your entire life like you t- you're telling me that that's where you're gonna be so that's where you want to be like that's that's where you you see yourself that's a belief right yeah, and so i'm and and i and they didn't say it right and then they're like no oh, no 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 i didn't say that i don't think i'm gonna be fat my entire and i'm like okay so let me get this correct though you're telling me that maybe that you don't deserve the the body of your dreams is that correct and then the more and more i ask them if what's correct what i'm hearing the more and more they like either if they defend it or how they respond to that belief it can really tell me help uncover this underlying belief and so i know that when i am coaching this client that this client has an underlying belief that like from childhood from an event whatever that maybe like that they're going to be overweight they're going to struggle with their weight the rest of their life they were told that somewhere and they bought into that belief and now now that's a belief i have to battle through right um and so when they when they say other stories that are on top of that uh that's really what i just try to do i don't try to help them like uncover the root. i may i recommend books all the time i recommend podcasts i recommend um, yoga, meditation, breathing exercises. I recommend affirmations, mantras, like anything I can recommend to help them. But at the end of the day, I really just try to listen and take note and just be like, "All right, okay, th- so this is what we're dealing with." And all and and it, and it just you can help it as it goes. Like as you coach, it'll it'll come out. And I usually ask the client to keep track of those thoughts themselves. Um, and they can actually f- start seeing their own patterns. And they're like, oh, I don't always think this way. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't. Sometimes you wake up and you feel like you're like God's gift to earth. Like, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you wake up and you're like, why am I here? Yeah. You know, it's keep track of those thoughts. Yeah. Like, I love it. Awesome. Um, okay. I'm trying to think. Is there any other questions? Am I, am I missing anything major? For me? For you. Giselle, I have a. We have a guest in here. Giselle, am I missing any questions? Awesome. I, yeah. She's, Can I tell you what great. I'm about to do? Do I've it. I've never talked about this Okay, yet. let's do it. Okay. All right. I am in the midst of working on something. Um, I am listening. I all know. Ears, okay. So I was like, do I want to tell everybody this? Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, so I have journaled uh, religiously, and I'm not <laughs> for I don't know how long, and um, and I've just discovered the power of the the written word and how that that and I without sounding so like cliche how it manifests you uh-huh. know into real life and how I told you I control my time right I control my time and all that so um, I am actually in the in the middle of designing my own journal like for my clients Ooh, and i love a paper and pen me too there's magic in it when you put it out there like words become action or thoughts Mm -hmm. become words words become actions actions dictate your destiny so when you write it down like when it's a like when you write it down it just there's stuff that happens um so i'm designing this journal purely for women who are wanting to increase their fitness levels or their health level, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two different versions of it. I have one that I'm that I'm designing for um, prep. So it's going oh, cool. to be 100% it, 
and I have and I and I am my own guinea pig, but I was also my own um, inspiration, which I was really excited about is because I a knee jerk reaction was wanting to look up online and be like, what's the best of the best? Who's the best journal writer? Who's the best, you know, coach like and just kind of do that. But at the end, I would be copy and pasting. I would be just doing something that has been done before. Mm -hmm. So I went and I uncovered and I like I got all my journals through the past years, laid them out, went through and reflected on how I grew, what I worked best for me, what I put down, what I thought was necessary. And so by designing this journal, I have literally like everything that I went through, um, woven into them so like when I hit low moments I kind of knew where those were and I know what happens I know what happens in your hormones I know what happens in life like I'm actually adding that into the journal with women because it's like I want to make sure that they don't they don't lose feel alone and that it's very normal to go through that process but also um, make sure they're checking the boxes in their life as well like um, you know, today, uh, who can I connect with? Um, today, these are my top three priorities and how am I going to do them well? Um, these are the supplements I'm taking. These are this, you know, like, and I'm going to, I have it all designed out. Um, but all, but also like I'm picking out specific meditations, specific quotes, and then tips at the bottom, like for week one, week four tips, like focus on this stuff only. Like, so basically you, Every coach could use this as a tool. Like every yes. single coach on the earth could be like, okay, go pick up this journal right. and start writing it. I, lo- I love it. I'm, so. all, <laughs> I'm all about journals, uh, aren't I? Yeah. I, and I do. I think there's – you are – I feel like we sh- we're like the same person, but you're younger and – No, we're the same. We are the we same are person because I'm like all about journals. I'm like, that's you got to put stuff down. And I've even started making my team uh, – I like, you know, was look – we'll just start getting your journal. I buy a journal and they have to journal through like their hardest part of their I their year, that. which is the three months of our season. And so they have to journal every day. Yes. And it's a, it's like what you're saying, you know, you, you gotta like, it can't just be like a plain blank piece of paper. Like for, for me, no, it has to it's, be has, measurable, yeah, trackable and data. Stuff, and you can put stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And, um, Oh, I love it. This is aw- That's awesome. Thank you. Well, I'm it, super excited. When it like happens. Oh, so, well, the first one's going to come out pretty soon. I'm almost done. Like, I already designed, like, all that. It's actually, the journal is for prep, but Uh I I figured that all athletes could use it. For sure. It's called 16 Weeks Out. And so, open it up, and it's week one. I love that. And I've got, yeah, and it's it's not replacing a coach at all or a trainer. There's no workouts. There's no macros in there. It's just putting stuff down. Yeah, but there's places where you can write your macros and stuff in there, and, like, um, but there's also places where it's called like where I have that I've done like mirror thoughts. Right. Stand in front of the mirror. What are um, what are three things that you you're like your thoughts? Right. And then also to um, changing them if you had a negative thought. Right. Like to notice thought patterns. Like I I want it all down there. I want if I was my high performance coach, what would I tell myself about today? Like right. I want reflection in there. I want like everything. Is I there. love this. That's cool. That's awesome, Abby. Thank you. Oh, that's Thank so you. Cool. I'm excited. That's I don't so know why cool. I was nervous. Because sometimes when you say it, you're like, "Oh gosh, now I." Oh uh, yeah. Now I, I just put I that gotta, out there. Yeah, I gotta yeah. get this no, done. No, I think that's awesome. <laughs> Shoot, sign me up. I might even just do a prep because of that. Totally kidding. Um, my body hates me right now. You know, Listen but it could be like 16 weeks out of like anything. Anything for sure. 
So that's why yeah. I was really like yeah. hoping for like somebody right. could find it. And it's actually going to be the funny part. It's going to be 20 weeks journal mm-hmm. um, because I have posts too. I want to cover right. those. Those four weeks post show or right. post goal mm-hmm. are rough. Yeah. That that nobody I mean, talks you, about that hole that you fall. You, I mean, right. they kind of talk about it. People kind of talk about it. Yeah. But there's not a whole lot of guidance. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's also it's really hard to go um, to transition from that go um, from prep to real life again. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yes, there is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, we could talk all day about competing and prep. and. Oh, post. I know I could. Yeah. I could Wildness. Um, awesome. Well, thank you, Abby, so much for doing this. So we, we finish up, we just ask some fun questions. Cause like we kind of talked about this earlier, I get all my content, like what I'm reading, what I'm listening to by listening to other people that I'm like, I just love yes. this person. What does she read every night before she goes to bed? Yeah. So first fun question, cause I just posted a Twitter, 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 <laughs> Twitter about this. You have kids, you're an awesome mom. Also, that's another thing I love about you is that you're a mom. Like that's Mike's. I do not believe in excuses. Like, I don't believe in excuses. I tell myself this, but like for me, I'm like, I can't freaking work out with kids, but yes, you can. Like, yes, there's no freaking excuse. Mm-hmm. Like you prime example, you have three children, beautiful children. You're a great mom. Mm-hmm. And look at you. You're just like over there. Just thank you. Buff as thank shit. You. <laughs> you can do pull ups. And I bring, yeah, and it's hard. Do, oh, it's, it, you know what? That's, I don't, sometimes I don't give myself enough credit or applause for that like yeah, are, it's funny I don't even think of it I I really just like you know low juniper up and I've just yeah, I've been taking her to the gym with me from since she was three weeks old I love it so yeah she'll be here in like 20 years talking okay so you have kids what are the top three songs that your kids like to listen to oh in the gosh. car Coco Melon right now oh, is like peas, peas. Yeah. I'm like to eat my peas. Yes, yes, yes. That uh-huh. one we always sing it. Everybody runs, walks around the house, just saying it to everything. Yeah. I'll be like spaghetti, spaghetti. It doesn't even <laughs> yeah. rhyme. And I'm like, what am I what doing? Is, what is ha- it's? That, have you heard the things like Coco Melon? Like it, in your brain? With your brain? <laughs> yeah, no, it's I'm... wheels on the bus for us. Oh really? <laughs> um, second song right now. Oh my. My son loves music, loves, loves music. So I'm trying to think of what he normally plays when he grabs my, my phone. I'm having like a brain fart. Oh, um, one song we like is the, the We Don't Talk About Bruno. Oh, no, yes. That no, one. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We play that one a lot. And then um, for a while there, it was Astronaut in the Ocean for Abel. Oh, okay. You know, like what yeah. you heard. Like he'll yeah. he'll... Roll out that one, um, and he loves himself some Imagine Dragons, but I think that was like a that's, whole list of them. That's great. <laughs> that's, that's what's awesome. going on in my house. I love it. Okay. What are you currently watching? I don't really watch TV. So mm-hmm. when I watch TV, it's when I was doing cardio. That was actually that's, my reward. That's literally the only time I watch Yes, TV yeah. So is... Netflix was my reward because I'm, yeah. ha- I'm a big fan of attaching a reward to a mm-hmm. habit. Otherwise, you don't do it. Like, you right. don't, we got to, like, our body has to be like, woo, dopamine dump, you know? And yes. that was my Netflix or my Instagram scroll. Yeah. That's when I was doing it. If I'm on Instagram, you just be like, oh, I've been doing cardio because that's when I'm scrolling and yeah. I'm walking. And, um, or I'm watching, I was watching Bridgerton. So I did have a show. Oh. I was watching Bridgerton. Amen. <laughs> yes. Love that show. Mm, the, du- yeah. the Duke. The Duke. <laughs> the yeah, Duke. Season two, I was like, where in the, this is the only reason I'm watching this show when he's not there. And he wasn't even there the whole second Bullshit. time. Yeah, though. Gosh, a woman can dream. 
Um, favorite podcast. You don't have to. You don't have to say mine. But, <laughs> but, but it is, it's super cool. But it is, it is amazing. Podcast. My favorite podcast would be Muscle Intelligence with Ooh. Ben Pakolsky. Muscle Intelligence. I'm writing. Write that down. Write it down. Okay. I've learned so much from that podcast. I can't even. Like, I have to re-listen to his podcast about three times. Really? That's how much information is on there because he yeah. brings these incredible, you know, people, like these intelligent doctors and uh, right. scientists and coaches. And you're like, oh, gosh, I need a notepad and pen. Like, you can't listen to it in your car because you've got to be like, I do dishes and I have a notepad next to the dishes. And so I put the podcast in and whip out the dishes and I'm like, oh, I got to write that down. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's- <laughs> um caffeine of choice do you do caffeine yes i do i mean well i didn't for a long time um coffee just plain old coffee black coffee or this is a little bit of almond milk and sugar-free vanilla like that's a spoiled coffee coffee, but Uh normally like it's just been black okay i don't know i felt like you were like a real woman you can during prep i was like i want black black coffee coffee. yes Yes. that was the goal because i had so much creamer in it and you you know i lost all my i lose all my fats in the creamer and i like creamer i love creamer yeah but once i started drinking black coffee it was it was a different animal i was like Uh, i feel like a badass like i wanted to put aviators on and just like drink your coffee outside yeah a little bit of gritty you know i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> i'm oh, not yeah. that gritty <laughs> but, but i'm kind of yeah like a snob now about it I if it's like it. i can taste if it's like burnt right. or i'm like oh these beans are just like punt they taste great or oh, they're like that's great that's yeah. so funny um do you like grind your own coffee then yeah oh I grind my okay. own coffee beans. like i was excited to come here and justin didn't made me not forget like i cannot forget to get those coffee beans yes um what's it, that place um, called Right across from St. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. they have a pecan yeah. coffee bean, and we had it all the time when we had we were oh, here, and he was like, you get better it. get that pecan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. If you could choose any person that would be tuning into this podcast, who would it be, and what would you say? Any person. Any person to yeah. tune into this podcast. Cal, it's my turn. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. We're done. It's okay. It's okay continue <laughs> it's okay it's giving me time to think um give me like 10 minutes okay oh I my gosh yeah. wow okay. um if any person on any this, person on this world this is so crazy i'm trying to think of like my biggest idols you know mm-hmm. like who would that be who would want to listen to abby's to first podcast yes where um, you talk about what's going to be happening soon um you know what I would say, all I keep thinking about is my mom. That isn't that so funny, like because I, you know, I just keep saying idols, and I was like, yeah. my mom, like I, of, I, I want her to drive down the road and listen to this yes. and just be like, wow, my daughter's on I a podcast. This. That's uh, that's fun that you said that because I had um one of our coaches on here and he literally just texted me before you came in here and he said, my mom loves your podcast and I was like. <gasps> Oh my gosh! Like it's just yeah, moms. There's need, something about it. There. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need. Yeah, yeah, and that's so funny. It's like I'm like here being like, wow, it should be someone like super famous. I'm like, why? Yeah. They don't know me. Exactly. They don't care about me. Yeah. I want someone to listen and like literally like feel in their heart. 
that you know right. and i know my mom will listen to this and i know she i you know and so i think that's another special thing i want her right. to hear that i want her to listen to this and that's i think one of the things me doing this podcast people are like what famous people are going to get on there and i'm like well yeah getting some famous people on the podcast awesome but people are interesting like all people all are. people are interesting i can go and probably get every athlete at the college and just learn so much because everybody has a story mm-hmm. and everybody's story is interesting if they tell it the right way. So, <laughs> it's true. Um, okay. And to end it off, this one's like, get the brain going. Okay. If I asked you to give me a quote right now off the top of your head, what would it be? Believe you can and you're halfway there. Oh, that is a, that's a good way to that's end it. That's my mantra. I love that's it. That's my quote. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Abby, so much for joining us today. And thank you everybody for listening in. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, not us. You just follow me on Twitter. That's Coach Kobza. <laughs> follow me on Instagram, Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. And I will make sure to have all of Abby's information under our notes. So make sure you check out notes. Abby's on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Abs underscore camper. Yes. She has <laughs> the best content. You can probably scroll through there, see her cute husband and all of her <laughs> cute little children and get to see um, you know, her life on the social media. So it's pretty awesome. My journey. Your journey. Yes. That's a Yeah. And anyways, yeah, if you guys have any questions, yeah, just shoot us out. Reach out to me on social media. But anyways, thank you again for listening to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. Thanks, guys.